0: Beard Law, number five. High fives are cool and all, but us bearded men, we don't high five, we beard five. What's up, everybody? This is Beard Law's podcast, episode five. This isn't your first time here. Thanks for coming back. If it's your first time, how exciting. This is going to be a great episode. Should be thankful you started here, but if not, go back. See what it's all about. Check out episodes one through four. So some love to the podcast. On this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Brandon from the Thunderhawks, which is a semi-pro football team out of Indiana. Also had urine my thoughts that was sent over to Logan, our sports guy. He had some technical difficulties wasn't able to make the episode but I'm going to record it probably going to sound better anyways let's be honest going to give a beard laws update let you guys know where we're at with that have a special project coming up that i want to i want to talk about and I want to see if there's anybody out there that maybe wants to assist that would be great have a couple of great other ideas and some new things that's going to be happening to the podcast have a lot of episodes that are being lined up a lot of people that are getting excited for the podcast that want to be a part of the podcast so fifth episode we're starting to get better we're starting to figure this out but sky's the limit we're going to continue to get better also have our beer news and our featured beard of the day so without further ado here is the interview with brandon from the thunderhawks all right so ladies and gentlemen we are joined tonight by a member of the thunderhawks i can't say the first name so i'm gonna let you do the the team introduction here in a little bit because it's kind of a kind of a hard name and uh, <laughs> Matt House 2112 uh, on some social media apps as well as Twitch, TikTok, and the follow. So welcome, obviously, to Beard Law's podcast thank you, thank episode you. five. Appreciate you taking you. some time out to talk with us, to just kind of have a conversation. I'm excited to learn more not only about yourself, but to learn more about uh, your team. Right. So if you want, So um, uh, I, What I know so far is uh, you guys are a semi-pro team out of uh, Indiana. Right. What it looked like you yes, guys sir. established about 2012. Yes, sir. You, uh, guys, somewhere around there. you guys have had some success already, whether it be from you know divisional rounds of the MLFA, the Interstate Championship in 2016, and just sounds like it's uh, it, it's great success in a in a small time, which which is great for any program. Right. So how the hell you say the name, uh, Michigan? Mich-
1: uh, yeah, it threw me for a loop too because uh, whenever they whenever I first moved up here and joined the team, because I was already big into football. Uh, down in texas whenever i moved up here and they kept saying michiana i was like where's michiana where's michiana and michiana isn't isn't just a a, like a town or anything it's michigan and indiana combined and they 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 just kind of threw it out there so it threw me off too
0: yeah, that's a that's some like northern U.S. type shit right there. We're just gonna take a couple right. of names. We're just gonna put them together, and it's it's gonna be a new thing. Right. So uh, let's let's talk about. So what's your role on the team?
1: I am actually a, a safety, and uh, I play mostly uh, special teams like kickoff, punt. Um, yeah. It uh, it's more of a uh, a support role because I chose to step back from uh, being like trying to compete. as a a starter the uh, the guy that that came in uh came in this year really great athlete all around I chose to step back because I'm getting up there in age so I'm constantly getting hurt and this guy came out and was like a rocket and really proved that he deserved the spot so I stepped back and let him have it and focused on on special teams where a lot of people don't want to play right well uh, this guy, I think it was the championship game for our league. I think he had, like, four picks in one game and maybe a fumble recovery. Oh, um, get it done. Yeah, he... Right now, leads the league in Intercept with, I think, 12. So how many
0: games is, is typically a season for you guys?
1: Last season, I think we had eight. And I think this past season uh, that we just finished, uh, I think we had it was 14. I'm sorry, it was 14. Because we played out-of-league games against... Uh, Two teams from Chicago and uh, one team from uh, Southern Michigan. Um, one of the teams from uh, Chicago was ranked, I think, number five in the nation in semi-pro. And wow. we came out, and I'm almost positive the score was 13 to 12, and we ended up winning.
0: That's great for the for the organization right there. It
1: is. It is. Um, unfortunately, with us being such a, uh, a backwoods uh, team and league, uh, we don't, we really don't get the respect that, that we deserve or that we're working for. Yeah, that's right? too
0: bad. And ho- and hopefully, you know, with taking some time to do this, I mean, it's not going to all of a sudden be like, oh shit, you're on Beard Lost podcast. Your team's right. going national, but you know what I mean? Right. Like start to incorporate some social media. You keep having success. You're beating right. national teams. Eventually you guys have to start getting some, you know, recognition. And- right.
1: And what, what was crazy about, uh, you mentioned TikTok. Whenever I first started TikTok, I had like six or seven videos out. And then our first game came out. I we were coming out of the tunnel, and I pulled out my phone. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna take a video." And I took a video of the guys walking out, and threw a sound on there. It just like skyrocketed first couple weeks. I think right now that one video is sitting at 465,000 views. And like forty six thousand hearts. And, oh
0: shit! I'm gonna make it big. This app's great. And then and then it just they stall out.
1: Well, I uh, I've been adding videos here and there uh, of the team. I don't. I try not to do anything too personal, like one individual guy making plays or something, because I don't. I want to let that be up to to them. If yep. they get exposed, I can make the video. And, you know, I can add a sound to it and I can, you know, forward it to them. But I want to, you know, let them be the deciding factor of, if that gets published or not
0: yeah no that makes sense absolutely so but, i was reading yeah. to um battleground football league it looks like there's what two divisions a north and a south league yes sir a total um, of 11 teams was that right yes sir that's a pretty solid league what funds it i saw that there was um you know some players and it's like a it's a league ran by the league itself The typical what? leagues where there's a couple of people that are in charge which is is a pretty cool concept and seems like something the league really takes pride in so how is this league funded? Because, I mean, football is, is an expensive sport. There's a lot of travel. Is it is it just out of your guys' pocket? It's,
1: yeah, it's actually out of our pocket. It's a pay-to-play um, every year. It, it varies from team to team. Um, I was on a team a couple of years ago that we had to pay like $380 or $375 uh, to play. Um, some teams can go low as uh, $100. Oh, wow. And it, it all depends on, you know, the quality of the uniforms, where you're playing at and uh, the place that we play at. We actually get a really good deal. Um, Union Grove Church, which is is actually built um, out in like the middle of nowhere. If you go out there, there's literally nothing but cornfields out there. <laughs> and so uh, we're playing right next to, uh, to farmers. We just we, we have to pay for everything. We, yep. uh, we don't have sponsors. Um, this is just all on us. And
0: that shows even more of the passion of the players. You know what I mean? If you're right. picking up the money and not getting paid to play, you know, right. it just shows that you want to be there and promotes a, a better attitude. Right. I say, I'd say the clubhouse, but there's, in this situation, there's not really much of a locker room or a clubhouse, I guess. so. Right.
1: No, we uh, we all just meet up in, uh, in a little classroom, uh, close the door. We get changed, and yep. then that's where we meet. Um, they'll go in there and they'll do their, uh, their prayer and the, the little, uh, pregame meeting and, uh, uh, assignment. Yep. But you know, it, it really is crazy because we have guys coming from, uh, Indianapolis to drive all the way up here just to play. And that's like a two and a half hour drive. So that's dedication. You know, you've already, you're already paying team fees. And then on top of it, you know, you're spending a, a tank of gas you know, every Thursday and Saturday, just to come practice, or right. you know, every Saturday to, to play a game. Yep. So it's it, it is a lot of dedication. It's not enough, <laughs> enough exposure on the guys that are playing right now.
0: If somebody's interested in the area for trying out and want to play with you guys, how do they do this? How do how do they get a hold of whomever and uh, and get a tryout or, or get a chance to play for you guys?
1: Well, the first time that uh, that I ever uh, decided to, to play semi-pro football, I seen an article on the news about it about some I think it was fifty-five years old. Uh, still playing football as a linebacker, and I was like, oh, you know, they got semi-pro in the area. Let me uh, let me check this out. So I googled semi-pro, and, and this was in Texas. And long list of teams popped up. So I clicked the closest one to me. Uh, that's pretty much how I got my start. And there's actually uh, Facebook pages for semi-pro teams. Like if you if you Google semi-pro football, you know a number of number of teams will pop up up here in Northern Indiana and in the South Bend area. There's only one team. There's one team in Fort Wayne. There's a laundry list of them in in Indy.
0: Seems easy enough. So anybody interested in, in the area, Google it up, hit the Facebook page or... Why don't you just check out the Thunderhawks? Another another good question here is uh, there was sponsorship on the page, whether it was sponsoring the team, sponsoring a player. How does one go about that if they want to help, you know, with the Thunderhawks, either in a sponsorship or you know, sponsoring even a player if that's possible?
1: A player, I'm not I'm not too sure. That would have to be an individual uh, thing. I don't think we have a um, a rule against it. But as far as sponsoring, like my team. Uh, you would have to reach out to Larry Fisher, who's the owner of the team, reach out to him. He has some paperwork uh, that he would have to do and send out to you. And um, and then just determine a price Um, right now. I believe the the offer still stands that if, uh, if anybody donates a certain amount of money, he would actually rename the, uh, the football field for that organization.
0: Wow. That's a, that's a great thing. Is. I mean, I was just trying to think I'm going to have to hit a hit them up and be like, hey, man, how much is it going to cost to put a beard loss sticker on every helmet? Right. right. <laughs> every time yeah, you make would, a big play like Ohio State and the boys, you get a little beard loss sticker.
1: Right. That Actually, that would be pretty legit. There's a lot of guys on the team that, that love the beards, but some people just can't have them or they just don't grow. Right.
0: Speaking of that, who's got the best beard on the team? I do
1: i do without a without, without a, doubt, a doubt i've i've often been uh, referred to as uh, as little weddle
0: little i was gonna that's, weddle. <laughs> that's exactly what popped in my uh, mind i saw your picture and as soon as you said safety i was like oh shit <laughs> i uh,
1: i'm nowhere as near as good as him but i i i have the same number as him and I've, I've won that number for a few years last year i didn't get to play it because a guy named king taylor uh had it and i tried to say that you know i'd fight him for it but I knew that he could take me, so I was like, you know what, man, I'll, I'll give it a rest. I'll take Deion Sanders' number this year. You can you can have thirty two. So I I gave thirty two a rest for a year. King ended up leaving to go uh, play in a on a team in Indy, and then he's coming back and he's he's gonna let me keep the number.
0: Or, or maybe maybe he's a little slower. Maybe he's afraid he is now.
1: No, no, nah, King a... Taylor is it. <laughs> yeah, King isn't afraid of anything. He no. uh, by far no. one of the best uh, linebackers that I've ever seen. He he's very athletic. He uh, he has hands he can catch, and he just he has that Marshawn Lynch attitude of, of running through somebody's face.
0: No shit. Does he eat a lot of skittles too? Um,
1: I don't think so. I think he he. Eats... A lot of candy, but I don't think it's Skittles. I don't know how you can eat would... so many
0: Skittles anyways. I, I don't know. So I got to ask, why a Thunderhawk? Were you around for the original start of the naming of the team?
1: I was not. Um, yeah. This happened you know, many years ago. And whenever you create a team, you want to be original. You... You don't want to take something like uh, the Patriots or right. uh, or the Seahawks or something like that, which a lot of teams do have, and I'm not, not gonna by any means. You want to try to find something original, something that you, you know, if it goes to to an extent, you know, you can you can copyright it, you can market it, and, you know, uh, make that as, as your funding point.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: the last thing that you want is to, to put, you know, a, a logo and a name on a jersey and a helmet, and then, you know, get caught up by, like, you know, Seahawks and say, hey, you know, cease and desist, or we're, we're gonna take you to court.
0: Yeah, and you're gonna have to buy all new helmets, all new jerseys, new logo. You,
1: you would, you would really have to uh, rip off the uh, the logo off of the the helmet, but the jerseys, yes, you would have to buy new jerseys.
0: Well, I didn't know what a thunderhawk was. I had to look it up. I thought it was like a helicopter or something. Right. Oh uh, Apparently, and I don't know if you if you looked it up or whatever, but they it's a pretty badass bird from Tennessee apparently is where they originate.
1: I didn't know that much.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. uh, so is there like a big rival, like a game where you guys are just a little extra jacked up to play this team? The,
1: the Allen County lions has always been the Thunderhawks rival. Um, they are a great organization. Um, they're, they're really phenomenal. They're led by a great coach, really stand up guy and they just they come with everything that they have another team that entered the league this year was the Lake County Warriors another phenomenal team and that team has like ridiculous amount of talent and even from the smaller guys they they're just they're so fiery and they just you know come off the ball with with nothing but hate and the pure will to want to wanna destroy everything
0: oh shit that's what you but do with with Lions, those two teams
1: huh? Yeah, with those two teams, they would have to be the rivals. Um, Lions, I think, have maybe one or two more seasons in them. And I think the owner wants to, to put it on the back burner and, and kind of retire uh, the team. And so the rival's going to be coming to an end within the next few seasons. I mean, I hope not. I hope he changes his mind.
0: I do too. We gotta, we gotta have this rival go on. The bigger you guys are going to get, that's what the league needs is a nice rivalry.
1: It does. And with, with the lions and the warriors, it's, that's exactly how it's going to be. Uh, it's it's going to be Smash Mouth football.
0: I'm not sure if you were – were you around when you guys switched leagues from the MLFA to the BGFL? I was not. I, I was honestly, just curious, or even if you know the history of, like, what made the switch to the um, league.
1: There was – as, as far as I know, there was a uh, a lot of uh, finger-pointing and uh, drama. The owner wouldn't speak too much into it other than, you know, he, he got tired of um, – of a lot of stuff that was going on, so they they came out and, um, and started their own league. Um, I know one thing that he did mention is that uh, teams were getting kicked out of out of the fields. So whenever we whenever we schedule a field, like some teams will schedule a high school football field, we have to hold up to a certain standard. And whenever you play in football, there's a lot of ego. So whenever you're getting beat like fifty to zero your ego comes out and and crap talking starts happening well if a fight breaks out on a high school football field the school district can and will uh eliminate you from using the field ever again and so teams were losing deposits for for fields and the fields aren't cheap um i know of one in dallas that Costs fifteen hundred a game.
0: Wow, that's no joke. And that's and again, guys, that's all funded by players. Yeah, Uh,
1: average joes, average joes paying for it. And
0: so, uh, is there any like? Kind of big names or any guys that played collegiate, played other places that were part of big programs, had, had a fairly good career, didn't work out at a higher level, that are in the league, were in the league. You know, how every, every league, whether it's even a softball league or something, was like, shit, this guy was in our league.
1: There was, I know on our team, there's a guy uh, named Alex Smith. Uh, I know a couple of those other guys, uh, I think, dabbled in, uh, in college football. But I know for, I, I know... For a fact that uh, Alex Smith, and it's crazy that that's his name. Um, <laughs> Alex Smith uh, played for a college called Franklin. And whenever he was in high school, he was a really big name. So big that a buddy of mine that went to a completely different school knew of him. So whenever I brought up his name to my buddy, he was like, oh, I know that guy. He was you know, phenomenal in high school and went on to play college football and just destroyed everything.
0: No shit. And I was like,
1: oh, you know. He's joining our team, and, and you know, that's cool. And <laughs> this guy is, is so talented. The first, first first practice that he came out, he ran a go route just straight down the field. And he's not the fastest player by any means. But me and my corner both went up to stop him from getting the ball, and he just reached out one hand and grabbed it like it was a uh, tennis ball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just grabbed it out of the air, pulled it down, turned it, took off running, and me and him just kind of looked at each other and were like, what the hell just happened? Unreal. And he's he's always making making plays like that. Right now, he's, he's trying to break a record for the longest pass caught behind your back. No shit. Yes. And he he does that a lot to show off because he won't, like, somebody will throw a football at, at him, and he'll just jump up in the air, turn around, and catch it like it's nothing. And it's kind of like in utter awe that that just happened.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It, you just throw the
1: football downfield and you have to catch it behind your back. And wow. He wants oh. to break that record.
0: What is the record, you know?
1: I think it's, I think he said it was like 50-something yards and he's trying to push for like 80 or 90 yards. I
0: might as well go big, right?
1: Right, and that's the kind of mentality everybody has, which is, you know, why we're, we're playing and, and what we're playing right now uh, with this tournament. Um, we want to go to Florida. We want people to know who we are we're try we're tired of getting uh getting stepped on and i think we're, we're fed
0: up and we've had enough of it yeah so let's talk about this tournament so is this okay. a is it a tournament where you know it comes from the league play championship type style or is it a whole separate tournament to well, qualify into something bigger
1: well certain teams will get uh auto, what they call auto big go to mm-hmm. Florida, like the marion uh marion county crusaders which is out of indy a uh, completely different league uh, something happened in their championship game, and they they uh, had to cancel the game. Well, the league decided to give the win, the championship win, to another to the other team instead oh. of the Crusaders. Well, whoever runs the whole Florida gig uh, gave the Crusaders an automatic bid. And I'm not knocking the Crusaders by any means.
0: but yep. you know,
1: we won we won our championship. Uh, we went. 14 and 0 throughout the season. Beat a nationally ranked team. We have to play in a tournament uh, with four other teams just to get to just to get a shot to play in Florida. So two games. So this Saturday we uh, we play the Indy Tornadoes. We didn't get to play them throughout the season. From what I know of them, they do have a good secondary. I think they have a, go- a couple good uh, linemen. Mm-hmm. And then with the actual season being over, they could actually uh, legally pick up players. So I think that's what they've been doing is, is recruiting players to come play for them to run for a national championship, which is legal.
0: That's, uh, that's pretty intense, though.
1: <laughs> it is. Um, and it, some people would would kind of worry about it. But with the guys that we have, we're we're not – not even shook in the little in like the slightest bit. Um, everybody's fired up about it, everybody's ready. Uh, the team that we played in the championship was supposed to just blow us out the water, and we came out and I think the score was uh, twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter.
0: Oh wow! Came out swinging.
1: Yeah, and their uh, their quarterback actually is. is uh, I really hate saying this, but it, he's kind of to blame because during uh warm-ups he uh he came out and was at the 50-yard line um yelling screaming at us saying it's a bad day to be a thunderhawk and uh our lineman uh one of our main linemen lb smith uh came running out of the locker room because he had he had arrived late came running out of the locker room not even completely dressed in uniform (laughs) came running out of the locker room yelling screaming at him and the rest of the team talking trash and it got everybody fired up, and
0: uh, we came out swinging. That's awesome. You guys, win this game. I-, I got confidence in you. Then that gets you into you. this uh, tournament in Florida. So this is—is is this the national well, tournament or?
1: No. Um, if we win, if we win Saturday, and I'm, I'm confident we'll win too. If, if we win Saturday, uh, we'll have to play another team from either uh, Chicago. Or Michigan. I don't remember what the other other team was, uh, but we'll have to play one of those uh, the following Saturday. So next Saturday. Gotcha. And if we win, the, if we win on on that game, then we'll get to go to Florida in January to play for a national title. So we have, in our eyes, we have three more uh, three more games before we're uh, a nationally ranked uh, team. Technically, we are nationally ranked. By the Florida standards, we are ranked. I think number fourteen right now. Uh, we are ranked where our name has been put out there, and you know we're just going to keep smashing people in the mouth until we're number one.
0: Absolutely, that's the only way to be. Pretty wild. That's a that's a hell of a layoff though. In between, games. you know what I mean? If you right. guys when uh, when you guys win this one, win one more, then you got a couple months, Crazy. which you know
1: gives everybody time to uh, to heal up and rest, and you know we can. We can go over game plans and everything, and uh, new playbook or whatever. Yep. Um, I know our our main receiver throughout the season. Our main receiver got hurt the game before the championship game. Oh, um, sure. I think he fractured his ankle or his foot or something, and uh, so he had to miss the championship game. Damn. So it's it's like uh, it's like losing Antonio Brown before the Super Bowl. With the guys <laughs> that we have, they. Uh, they stepped up and, and they were just they were phenomenal. We had guys making plays left and right that if you looked at them on the streets, you would never think that that they would be able to make the plays that they made but they, they made them.
0: The old, don't judge a book by its cover. Right. Don't judge a man without pads and a helmet. It doesn't matter how big you are. It, it's something about you throw on some equipment, you are instantly right. feeling like a badass. You look like a badass. What's
1: that old saying? It's uh, it's not the, the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. The guy that, that, that fits perfect. that, that fits perfectly, uh, John Robin. I think I just butchered his last name. Uh, but John, he if you look at this guy, he he's like six foot one. He's... Uh, probably 150 pounds so he's he's a tall slender he, he has no problem lowering his shoulder against massive guys oh, like shit. just ridiculously sized guys uh, that you know that's pretty much the mentality of everybody on the team is that you, know, you can't be afraid of anything. Hell
0: no. Especially when you guys want to be nationally ranked and you guys come in. It's There's a lot of leagues, that, the summertime league, this and that. This is a semi-pro league with a bunch of guys right. with a passion to play. And you guys aren't coming in just, you know, accepting mediocrity. You guys are coming in with a goal to not only be the national champion, but to maintain these national ranks and put your name in right. there. And hopefully, you know, you guys continue to do well and you're going to maybe start getting these guys from other teams that are like, you know what, I, I want to I be a part of this program. How, how right. can I try out? How can I try to get a spot on this? Team? And
1: that's actually what happened this season. We we didn't – we never recruit. So we had a couple guys come over from another team, three guys specifically. And they took our, uh, our line to a whole new level, uh, along with our offensive line coach, um, who came in and just completely, like, ripped a bit. It was almost like a, a, a remodel of our offensive line. He's uh, done such a phenomenal job with, uh, with changing our line. And right. I think our line is averaging at, like, 325 to 340
0: pounds wow those are some big boys so yeah
1: we have we have a massive line and a running back that can match it um actually a couple running backs but our main running back is just he's so fiery and that line just makes so many holes for him to to push through and and gain all yards he can
0: is there a place that you can listen or watch this game coming up not yet
1: not yet um that is in the works by myself i am actually looking to uh build a a uh, box right now for the football field because whenever i tell you that you know we, we're out in the the middle of nowhere we're we're literally <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere I know and, that
0: feeling, man. I come from a small ass town,
1: and so we. Uh, I'm looking into building a, uh, a press box right now, and Madhouse is is actually based off of my kids, so I'm taking Madhouse and turning it into a media company, and it'll awesome. cover uh, cover my gaming. It'll cover uh, the sports events for the Thunderhawks, and eventually. I'm hoping to to make it a a league wide thing that way, you know, it's not just us being, uh, being spotlighted that way. I can have all these guys, you know, uh, having game film and, you know, moving up to the next level, playing arena football, you know, getting drafted by the, uh, by the
0: NFL. Yeah. That's a great thing, man. That's, that's a good vision. It's, it's a good thing. And so what I'm going to have to say is once you guys win, maybe next week we can have another conversation. You can come in, tell us about right. the game, give us a little recap. See how it's. I
1: actually wanted to, uh, to do something for, for the guys on the team that had served in the army. Yeah. And, uh, I reached out to sheepdog, uh, a while back and was trying to get, uh, something set up on the podcast to interview them, uh, as you know service members playing football and you know what kind of a brotherhood that that start or you know rekindles
0: absolutely yeah and you always hear articles you know what i mean where you know guys that you know leave the service and they're so used to the brotherhood you know tend to try to find a sports team because a sports team whether it's professional semi-pro or club teams you know that's that's another brotherhood that a lot of people rely on and it's good for the mental health and
1: that that that's where where i'm at with it um you know, I've gotten a lot of backlash from uh from relatives over playing football because you know, they think that, you know, I'm spending all this time uh just going out and having fun. But this is is almost like a getaway. Like it's it's not a getaway from, from what I've got going on at home. It's a getaway from from you know real world stuff. Like whenever Absolutely. I step out on the field, I don't have PTSD anymore. Yep. Rust you know, step out on the field. You know, nothing that happened in my past matters. As long as, you know, I've got me and my brothers, that's that's all that matters
0: absolutely and it, you know what I mean you see a lot of people that same scenarios and instead of turning it into something positive that's you know a football team hell right. you're madhouse media you know what I mean like right. you have so many plans and visions for it and there's a lot of people that just can't take that energy and turn it into something positive and like you said it's a brotherhood so it's an amazing right. thing
1: and you know it's last year I can't I I, I don't feel like we had the same brotherhood, but uh, this year we we came out and we were led by uh, by Alex Smith. And we had egos at first, but ultimately we came together and uh, we grew as a family. And anytime you hear us uh, for the uh, the work or before the uh, the game, uh, we'll we'll break it down and, and we'll you know go one two three family or uh, um, Alex does this uh this little chant. It goes, uh to victory better than better as one than all by myself, one, two, three, and everybody says as one. That's awesome. And it's you know, it's really crazy that whenever you have fifty something guys just piled together to where you can smell each other's armpits <laughs> and you know, everybody just chants family. And you know that no matter what, that the guy, you know, to the right or left of you is gonna fight, you know, to the bone for you. And it's it's really humbling.
0: It's awesome, and, and you got brothers for life. You got fifty-something brothers that you can turn right. on, turn to for anything, and they can turn to you for anything. It's a, it's a great right. thing. So many people, as much as they might not like sports, even whether you're in youth, whether you're in high school, whatever it is, it's a great thing. It teaches you more than just a certain game. Like it, it's a life experience.
1: Right, discipline because you can't you, know, you can't go out there and, and cry about everything. You can't uh, punch somebody in the mouth. Anytime they uh, they disrespect you or anything like that, you just yep. you know you have to get back up and keep going
0: absolutely one quick thing because you know on tiktok i do my beard laws and right. I do my uh would you rather or questions right. of the day <laughs> yeah so you know a lot of times you don't always have to respond on tiktok and a lot of people don't but now that i got you on a podcast you okay. have to answer <laughs> and i made sure to make sure they were pretty decent they were respectable yeah. ones you know <laughs> all right so first one you're stuck on a deserted island for one year who do you bring with you my wife oh that's the smart answer
1: my wife, I, I, honestly, even, even outside of the or outside of an island, if if I did anything without my wife, I, I would be lost. I, I would ultimately be lost. She handles everything, the kids, the bills, um, everything. You, me, like I wanted to buy a boat like three weeks ago. She's like, no, we don't have the money for that right now. You know, we we got a car payment coming up, and I'm like, damn, you know, I really want that boat, but. Ultimately, she keeps me in check. She, she keeps me going down you know, the right, right path. And if I'm stuck on, a, on an island, I don't want anybody there but her.
0: That, that's a solid answer. She's, you know what I mean? You guys are a team. You guys have been a team. You'll, you'll, you'll get off Fresh. that island somehow. Right. All right. So would you rather make a penny every time you took a breath or 10 cents every time you blink? Uh, 10 cents because I can, I can
1: blink a lot and not get hyperventilated. But that, that, those pennies aren't going to rack up quickly. Whenever you're passed out on the floor.
0: Yeah, but those pennies could those you're not going to blink in your sleep. And how often do you sleep in your life? You're still oh, going to breathe. That's true. That's true. Uh-uh. That's
1: true too. Yeah, but
0: I, final answer. Nope, you're you're going blinking. So you're going to get the ten. I think I'm going to cool. try the breathing, although uh, Beard Laws is not going to sponsor this event because it sounds like a oh. terrible, terrible investment. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, it is.
1: It is a terrible investment. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of people hyperventilating and blinking themselves to death. All right,
0: last one. What's right. the fiercest animal that you think you could take in a fight? The fiercest animal?
1: I would probably have to say a, a mountain lion.
0: Oh, wow, um, shit. You think you could take a mountain lion?
1: I, I think I could because I'm... I'm decently quick on my feet. Um, I'm pretty pretty good with my hands. Um, I know it would be stupid for me to go up against a bear or a gorilla. Yeah, that but be with a mountain lion, you know, they, they do have agility, but if if I've got to use my bare hands, you know, I can I can at least, you know, hold its jaw back and you know, poke its eyes out or something. But I think I, could, I think I could take it.
0: Yeah, I'd have to go like uh, like Koi Dog or something. Not <laughs> as as a mountain lion. A little but tougher than an actual dog.
1: Plus, uh, I did a little bit of jiu-jitsu, so I, I oh. learned a couple things.
0: There's that, yeah. You could probably maybe take like a cheetah. I feel like if you've got a cheetah in there, as long as they don't run away. And if they run but, away, hell with it. You're not going to catch them anyways.
1: Well, I mean, there, there's not much you can do try to climb up a tree there and just gonna climb up there with you yeah that would
0: that's well like i said i, I appreciate you taking the time I think, thank I think you it's for having well. me get in touch we'll uh, talk after you guys big win so best of luck And uh, we'll chat soon. Like I said, thank you very much. And uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for beard news. Typically, we'll speak of beards in the news for, you know, positive things, great things. But unfortunately, this is a tragic article. It's not a very good one, but it's a very big headline. Texas officer who made headlines for his turban and beard was killed in a traffic stop. Sandeep Singh Daliwal was a sheriff's deputy in Harris County, which also included Houston. He had made national. headlines being granted permission to wear a turban and a beard as part of his uniform because of his religion in the sheriff's department. And, you know, obviously there was some positive feedback from it. There was some negative feedback from it. But regardless, you know, he, he was able to wear his turban and his beard, which clearly wasn't affecting his job. So I think it was the right the right decision. But unfortunately, he, he was doing a routine traffic stop, just like many he's done for several years. I, th- he, I think the article said that he was an off 20 years. Robert Solis, 47, decided that for whatever reason, he just got out of his vehicle after the officer was walking back to his car, came up with a gun, and shot the officer in the back. And unfortunately, Unfortunately, the officer did not make it from his uh, from the injuries. Solis 47 was arrested and charged with capital murder, which in the state of Texas could lead to the death penalty. Just uh, just a tragic article, just a tragic story of you know just a just an act of violence that didn't need to happen. So let's keep his family, his community, and, you know, everybody that's involved in your thoughts and prayers, and, uh, you know, hopefully his family, his, I think the article said he had three kids, hopefully they'll be able to grieve, move on, and, um, you know, somehow find some positivity in just a shitty, shitty tragedy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for one of my favorite segments of the podcast the Featured Beard of the Day. Went to a wedding this weekend. It was a bunch of people I didn't quite know. Very, very great, amazing people. A lot of people just kept saying, hey, it's Billy Gibbons, it's Billy Gibbons. Obviously, I'm a much more younger, better looking, less talented (laughs) individual, but uh, I said, huh, Featured Beard of the Day. Well, it just makes sense. Billy Gibbons. I mean, ZZ Top is celebrating their 50 years of touring, playing. Yeah, Featured Beard of the Day, Billy Gibbons. If you don't know who Billy Gibbons is, I I feel really bad for you. I'll break it down for you real quick. William Frederick Gibbons who's professionally known as Billy Gibbons. And the Reverend Billy F. Gibbons is an American music singer, songwriter, record producer, actor. But he's best known for being the guitarist and lead singer of the American rock band ZZ Top. I know recently I did a Tic Tac video for a beard contest that featured the song Legs. Had some amazing, beautiful women send me videos of their legs for for the video. Obviously legs. Awkward as fuck. Trying to ask a bunch of women like, hey... This is going to sound a little weird. Bear with me. But do you mind sending me, like, a video of your legs? Most of them were like, yeah, whatever. Some of them were like, for what? So I explained it, and they're like, absolutely. So thank you to you ladies for that. It did get me into the finals of the beard contest. So ZZ Top coming through. What a great song. What a great band. I mean, it's a three-piece band. They've been together forever. If you don't know them, check them out. If you don't feel like checking them out, I got your back. So Billy Gibbons was in a couple of other bands other than ZZ Top. He was in The Moving Sidewalks, Kings of Chaos, and The Revolting Cocks. He was also in the TV shows and movies Bones. You're going to miss me more. Just a beautiful bearded man known for his beard, but just an amazing guitar player. One of the greatest, arguably one of the greatest, He can be seen all over the internet in videos, whether it's on YouTube or anywhere else, just playing with so much amazing talent. Everybody wants to be a part. Everybody wants to collaborate. Just have him play music. Hell, most people just want to be in the same room as this guy. We could sit here and go on and on and on of what he's done, what he's accomplished, but we're not going to. Billy Gibbons if you don't know if you want to learn more just google him the guy is a legend he's the featured beard of the day Billy Gibbons if you get this anybody knows Billy Gibbons I say it on the show all the time hoping that someday someone's gonna listen and be like yeah I can make this happen so if anybody could put me in the same room as this guy so we could get a picture taken with our great beards that'd be absolutely amazing if not that's understandable So Billy Gibbons featured beard of the day the fifth one could be one of the best ones to see who the next featured beard of the day is check out beard laws podcast episode six we do the featured beard of the day in every podcast episode again billy gibbons beard on my bearded brother it is now time for you're in my thoughts by logan umpires always getting pissed on good call that was easy the kid stuffing his face with ice cream 15 rows up in the second deck would have made that call Bad call? Everyone in the stands and watching at home know you were standing and just sitting there staring at something other than the play. Possibly a cute girl, a rock. Shit, maybe even that kid with the ice cream. Possibly thinking of sharing a Rocky Road ice cream with a cute girl when you were a kid at a ball game. Close call? Replay. Closer call? Replay. Even your bosses never believe you. They have it set up so you have no authority or a destined... To fail. Or at least look like a chump. Hell, I bet their wife sit at home, fixate on the TV, strike zone box, and just berate the shit out of their husbands. Well, in the company of the other umpy wives. See, June? I told you he was fucking blind. Can't focus to save his own job. Let alone a sex life. Fucking chump. Pissed on. That, ladies and gentlemen, is an actual thought that Logan has while he's urinating. Hence... You're in my thoughts. You like you're in my thoughts. Please let us know. Matt at beardlaws.com. Any social media. Let us know what you think. And there's going to be some merchandise coming up. Based just on you're in my thoughts by Logan. Now time to give everybody a little bit of an update of where beardlaws is with the donation. Recently you have totaled $6,607 that has been donated to the foundation. Which is going to support the TVs at the Richard E. Winter Cancer Center. Put a little video on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, all that good stuff. If you get some time, check it out we're pretty close to our goal have a couple of businesses local businesses that just waiting for the checks to come in process we're going to hit that goal of 7400 and we're going to get these tvs upgraded soon there will be a lot of media coverage some interviews and uh, lots of pictures and videos to kind of capture the the moment i'm excited for it it's been a long time coming and i just again want to thank everybody that has donated everybody that is going to donate and just thank you guys and know that you guys are amazing and absolutely awesome also want to say that there is a benefit up in Harrisville on October 12th. Starts at 3 o'clock at the Harrisville Fire Department to benefit just an amazing man, Dustin, who has battled cancer. If you're in the area, you want to check it out. You want to do a donation. You want to do a basket. You want to do anything like that, feel free to message me, Matt, at BeardLaws.com. Also, feel free to check out on BeardLaws.com. There's a special edition Fuck Cancer with a PH, so I'm not just swearing at you guys. Fuck Cancer PH, limited edition Dustin socks. They're green with his beautiful mug all over them. $10. Shipping and tax, obviously, is going to be applied to that. Any bit of profit that is sold from the socks is going to go directly towards Dustin himself. So check it out, beardlaws.com. Hit the store up. Look for those beautiful green socks with his beautiful mug on it. Another thing I want to mention is I'm looking for any artist... Anybody that wants to do illustrations, that's you, if that's what you're into, please hit me up on any social media. Shoot me an email, beardlaws.com. I don't really want to release to everybody what the project is and what's going on. So if you don't mind, hit me up directly. You can be a part of something special. You can be a part of something amazing. And I would very, very much appreciate it. Look forward to hearing from you guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. That's the end of episode five. What a great episode. Hope you guys liked it. Let me know what you guys think. I'm already looking forward to episode 6. And episode 5 is not even done yet. Again, thank you to everybody that was a part of it. Thanks to everybody for listening. Hope you guys have an amazing day, amazing night, amazing morning. I don't know whatever time it is that you're listening to this. As always, remember, beard on.